Hello, this is Timmy Black, and welcome again to another episode of The Lives of Contemporary Artists. I'd like to, uh, I'd like to make a confession. I'd like to, I'd like to confess to something. I'd, I, 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 I want to confess. I'm going to confess. Once upon a time, Timmy Black had a day job. <laughs> I know. It was many years ago. Uh, I was just out of school. Uh, I, I, I barely remember it. And, 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 and as far as I'm concerned, it, it, it's been off my permanent record for some time. It's been erased. It's been scrubbed, really, from my official biography. And, 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 and yet, and here is the crux of my confession, and yet, the scars are still there. I didn't realize this at first. I, I, I'd be going about my carefree, anxiety-filled, artsy, fartsy, bohemian life all these years, heedless of the psychic damage that this short chapter of gainful employment had inflicted upon my upon my character upon my upon my soul and how it how it came to define me to define my life and to determine the choices i made or or failed to make but apparently traumas such as these are not easily effaced or or so says dr miriam o'grady the award-winning clinical pop psychologist who, between appearances on daytime TV talk shows and a, and a string of very popular TEDx talks, has, ha, has generously, had generously, made time for me, Timmy Black, to, to do a few very critical private consultations. And even at the exorbitant rate of $275 a pop, it was well, well worth the over $1,000 that I've spent. Really, no kidding. See, Dr. O'Grady, or, 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 or Dr., Dr. Miriam, as she prefers to be called, wrote this terrific book. It's called um, From Post-It to Post-Mortem, Living a life through lists. I picked it up at LAX at a, at a particularly vulnerable moment in my life. See, my cat, my cat Picabia, uh, my cat Picabia had recently died, and and, and 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 it happened just two days after my dealer, who 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 shall not remain nameless, my dealer had just dropped me from her regular roster of artists. And to add to it all, my, my ex-girlfriend's younger sister had just been awarded a Guggenheim Fellowship. I, I was feeling pretty low, pretty, pretty vulnerable. And, and Dr. Miriam's book was this perfectly timed white night of palliative claptrap. I, I started reading her book in the airport, and, and, and one particular phrase really popped out at me at the time, and, and it was precisely because of this gem of wisdom that I, that I sought the doctor out. It was a chapter called, Be Here and Happy Now. A, a chapter that, that, that draws freely and openly, and, and I suppose derivatively, uh, and, and without proper attribution, from both Bobby McFerrin and Baba Ramdas. She's talking about, I don't know, I don't know, she's talking about love, uh, uh, 
or or she's talking about loss, or or she's talking about love and loss. She's talking about something, and and and, and, and she writes, and here I quote: "In every life, we have some trouble, but when you worry, you make it double." Ooh, 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 Don't worry. I'll be happy. Anyway, I thought that was kind of cool. And, and, and I'm thinking about Bacabia, and, uh, not the artist. Though, in retrospect, that would have helped too if I, if I was thinking about the artist. Anyway, I'm thinking about my cat, my cat Bacabia. And, and I'm moping and I'm feeling sorry for myself because my dealer, my, my, my erstwhile dealer, who shall no longer remain nameless, my dealer, Tsipora Scaramucci. Remember her, the Bright Moments Gallery? Anyway, Tsipora Scaramucci had just informed me that she no longer, and these are her exact words, she no longer had, quote, confidence in the commercial viability of my paintings. Oh, by the way, Tsipora Scaramucci is no longer in business, a fact I don't lose much sleep over. I mean, it seems that the art world uh, maybe lost confidence in the, 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 the commercial viability of all that direct she was peddling in that two-bit gallery space in Chinatown. Anyway, th- 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 this pearl of insight, Dr. Miriam O'Grady's mind-blowing observation that when, in regards to personal setbacks, when one has trouble, one runs, excuse me, one runs the risk. I I, I love this. When one has trouble, one runs the risk of making it double. Ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. Don't worry. Be happy. It was just like, it was, it was exactly what I needed to hear at the time. So anyway, I don't know what got into me, but I reached out. I, I looked up Dr. O'Grady on LinkedIn and I contacted her. I introduced myself. I told her that my name is, is, is Timmy Black and that I'm sort of an artist and I and I dabble in podcasting and I, I had read her book. I, I actually never finished it, but she didn't need to hear that. And, 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 and that the book really spoke to me. And, and, and I, know, I know she's very busy, but I asked her if, if it would be at all possible that maybe, maybe we, maybe we can meet, maybe, maybe I could consult with her. And, 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 and much to my amazement, two weeks later, she wrote back, and, and, and she was so nice. She was really nice. She was so curious about my podcast. And she asked how many subscribers I had and, 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 and how often I broadcast. And if I were on iTunes or if I were on Spotify and if I had sponsors and, and who the sponsors were. I mean, she was really, really nice and really curious about me. Anyway, we went back and forth like this. And finally, she agreed to meet. And I'm telling you, she... she, she she was so nice. She, she said that her normal hourly rate for private consultations 
was $500 an hour. But, 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 but she loves artists, and, 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 and she really does. And, 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 and she was willing to see me for just $275 an hour. And I'm thinking, this lady is so cool. And then, and, and then she sent me this personal handwritten note, and, and, and it said, Dear Timmy, when you worry, your face will frown, and that will bring everybody down, so don't worry. Be happy, Miriam. <laughs> I, get, I get goosebumps when I read that. I still have it tacked up on my wall. Anyway, not to bore you with the details, but after seeing her a few times, we discovered together that, that I had this formative, early experience in my life, an experience that seems to have tainted every subsequent thing that's ever happened to me. You see, when I was about 24, my, my Aunt Faye got me this job, this job for this company in Maryland, this, this company that, I, 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 I suppose they, they, they did this, this, this import thing. They were importing handmade scarves from, from Hungary, or, or, or maybe it was the, the, Czech, the Czech Republic. Anyway, we, 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 what we did is, is, is we, we would import them and then, and then ship them to various retailers. And my job, since I was an art school graduate, my job was to sort them by color, which isn't as easy as it sounds since they were all handmade and they, they kept changing the tints of the various yarns and really no two scarves were identical. Anyway, I got fired after about eight months. Uh, I don't really remember the details. It might have had something to do with the way I dressed or coming in late. I don't know, maybe it had something to do with the boss being indicted or an IRS audit. I don't really remember. But the important thing is, the important thing is that this early encounter with the world of work, with, with, with time clocks and, and offices and commuting and, and lunch breaks and water coolers and, and co-workers and eight-foot sheetrock partitions and ergonomic office chairs and, and, and performance reviews and office parties and team building exercises and professional development seminars and, and conference calls and production quotas and all the jargon and all the abbreviations and, and the reduction of one's essential humanity into the bloodless category of, what do they call it? Oh, Yes, yes, human resources. I guess this early encounter with the routines of regular employment had crippled my defenses against the injuries of loss. And so, thank you, Dr. Miriam O'Grady, and thank you to the National Institute of Podcasting Arts, and thank you to the Corporation of Public Broadcasting, and thank you to the Fulbright Foundation, and thank you to the NEA, and especially thank you to my mom, to mom, to mom, and that trust fund that you and dad so thoughtfully set up for me. Thank you, thank you so much, all of you, because without you, I would never be able to have all this idle time to compile all these ridiculous anecdotes that may or may not offer important or at least interesting insights into the lives of contemporary artists.